0: Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay.
1: So season nine for Album for the Day, we're going to do self-titled albums. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing about self-titled albums is it may be their first recording. It may not be. They may have waited nine albums to do a (laughs) self-titled album. And these but, are the things we discover.
0: And the, uh, the thing I love about the self titled concept is a lot of times it really shows you who the artist is, you know, and that's why they made it their self titled album. They felt
1: that confidently about this content that they were like, what else can we mm-hmm. call it? This is who I am as yeah. an artist. Signature. Awesome. Album for the day, February the 2nd, is Social Distortion. It is their third album. It is recorded August through October of 1989 at Track Record in North Hollywood and released March the 27th of 1990. And it was the band's first album on Epic Records. It was also the first album not financed by the band.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is a rockabilly punk blues country explosion cow punk, cow punk. taking I- it
1: back to the meat puppets episode
0: yeah that's right uh this is a great great album if you've never listened to social distortion definitely go check this one out um they're like a like a th- kind of like a throwback band uh, i mean i guess this was in the 90s so i guess that is throwback now um, I always, it's a go-to. It's, this album is a go-to of mine. Uh, I
1: love this album. It's the fantastic. The lineup on this album is Mike Ness on lead vocals and lead guitar, John Marr on bass and background vocals, Dennis Donnell on rhythm guitar and background vocals, and Christopher Reese on drums.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Most of the songs are somewhat autobiographical for Mike Ness. Uh kind of details his struggles with drugs and various other trials legal or otherwise. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Really awesome cover of a Johnny Cash song on there, too.
1: Somebody said that this album, quote, split the difference between rockabilly and Ramones-style punk.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Right in between.
0: Yeah. Because it has that kind of, like, thrashy punk. Not thrashy, but, like, fast-paced, aggressive punk. Yes. But it has those undertones of, like, (laughs) I don't know.
1: Well, it's like we just sped up the background yeah. and kept the vocals at the same yeah. speed. Yeah. Um, yeah. This isn't. This is the beginning of the example of what they did moving forward, where the band plays songs for fans for a few years before recording them. Uh, they continue this trend in every album to come later, mm-hmm. um, and as mentioned. They are trailblazers of the cowpunk. Yeah, uh, probably listen to a lot of Meat Puppets. Oh,
0: I, I could almost guarantee that. Um, one thing I love about this album is the uh, the artwork on the cover. To me, when I see it, it takes me to a happy place. I absolutely love it. It's basically like three kind of torn up pieces of paper, but it has this like uh, almost like an uh, an old noir movie. Feel to it where there's like a like an old like a thirty style gangster.
1: Yeah, like a ball. It's like it's
0: like a ballpoint pen drawing, Mm -hmm. and there's like a like a thirty style gangster with a Tommy gun, like kicking in this door on one of the pieces. Another piece is like this beer bottle or liquor bottle with a woman kind of sitting by herself, and then the third piece is uh, this woman um who's like pulling up her stockings like but yeah it's like it's just one of those classic looking punk record you know it's just like
1: easily identifiable yeah. from across the room which in the age of record stores that's the kind of thing that sets you apart um yeah i agree it's very very uh signature yeah. characteristic kind of thing and
0: i feel like the music really matches The cover as well. It's one of those kind of records. If you you like the cover of this, definitely you're going to love love it. You're going to love it.
1: Ball and Chain and Story of My Life are very personal for Mike Ness. Mm -hmm. They're also very relatable for the fans and therefore have stayed popular throughout. Um, The single for Let It Be Me and the Japanese bonus track LP included It's All Over Now which was originally performed by the Valentinos with Bobby Womack and written by Bobby Womack and uh the original on that was produced by Sam Cooke. Uh
0: and the Rolling Stones actually had their first number 1 hit with uh with that song. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, this is one of those records that's like it it if you like uh punk rock, if you like like Dirty Blues, definitely check this one out.
1: Yeah, I I listen to this when I'm in a good mood or a bad mood.
0: Oh, yeah, and it can take you either direction.
1: It can. <laughs> Story of my life. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: well, uh, album for the day today, uh, February the 2nd is social distortion uh be sure to follow us on twitter at album the number four of the day give us a follow subscribe wherever you listen to us and uh feel free to shoot us a, a request at uh album the number four of the day at gmail.com thanks for listening and we will see you tomorrow story of my life